1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Battleground Podcast. This is a podcast all about professional wrestling. Join Battle and Eli as they break down what's going on in the world of professional wrestling with special guests including some of your favorite wrestling superstars. You never know who's going to stop by. Now making their way to the microphones. Give it up for the
2: greatest podcast team in the world. Battle and Eli. What is up, you guys? It is now time for another episode of the Battleground Podcast. We are on episode 99, and, well, um, this is going to be an interesting one, because uh, both myself, Battle, and Eli, um, who's on with us... Hello... We're both kind of sick so this should uh, this should be a very fun interview yeah. um, or f- fun podcast you know we always like to put out the best products in the world and then we're like, well we've got to put one out because episode 100 drops later this week and we can't wait to tell you who our big guest is. can we well you know what we'll save the guest for the end of the show so you got to sit here and listen but we will tell you who our guest for 100 episode is um, but yeah anything anything exciting going on? with you, Eli?
0: Um, I'm on four different medicines right now. It's going to be great. I'm yeah. only on, like, day cold right now. Yeah. I, uh, I've I been sick. Excuse me. I've been sick three times in 2020 already. So um, I'm over it. Yeah. So I went back to the doctor yesterday, got another shot, got two... Uh, cough syrups and a nasal thing and a pill. So uh, I, I don't even know what year it is right now. So, um, but yeah, hundredth um, episodes drop in. We had a pretty cool guest for that. And um, probably, I mean, a lot happened on the indie scene and fight TV hooked us up for that. So I'll
2: probably- oh, dude, it was a absolutely nuts uh, weekend. Starting Friday night, it was just nonstop wrestling. Um, just kind of going back and looking. So Friday night, let's see, where is it? I'm scrolling through. Friday night, you had uh, Wrestling Revolver putting on their Revolver Massacre, um, which was. Crazy. I mean, you had let's see, uh, Jessica Havoc taking on Sammy Callahan in a no DK or no disqualification match. You had Jake Chris versus Alex in a barbed wire boards match. The best one though of the night, and I was showing my dad this match, and he was like, "Who's this guy?" And it was fans bring the weapons, and it was Nick Cage versus AC Romero. Jesus. And I mean, it was absolutely nuts. There's like w- one part of the match, there was like like this foam board that was full of forks, and Nick like DDT'd AC on that, and it was just absolutely nuts. Like violence was the thing, and it was just crazy. And then you had Warhausen versus Man Scout and John Murray, and then um, it was just an all in all great matchup um, that night. And then let's see. You had last night. You had GCW with their run, Ricky Run, and you also had um, Warrior Wrestling putting on Warrior Wrestling Eight, which was another stacked card as well. I think the match of the night, in my opinion, was Bully Ray and Brian Pillman Jr.
0: Yeah, that's that's probably a good one. Um, It's cool to see um, Pillman Jr. kind of starting to. Get more on the national scene um he does stuff with MLW and he's he's been at like all out or all in you know for AEW and stuff and I saw him on TV before the end of the year last year on AEW so kind of had rumors you know that he was going to end up over there but nothing's <laughs> happened yet but um but yeah that, that that probably would have been a good match
2: Yeah, it was phenomenal, especially with Bully Ray and, you know, Brian. The promos they were going back and forth shooting on uh, social media was absolutely nuts. But yeah, so it was was a great weekend for wrestling. And then, of course, uh, coming up in uh, just a couple of weeks over there at Municipal Auditorium, Ring of Honors doing their show, uh, which has a stack card, which, by the way, we are giving away tickets. We will tell you how you can win tickets to Ring of Honor. You got to make sure that you follow us on Instagram, it's Battleground Podcast. Also, follow us on Twitter, uh, Battleground IHR. We'll tell you all the details how you can win Ring of Honor tickets. And uh, another thing that's going down this Saturday, um, our friends at Tried and True are putting on their big show, Survival, which Crimson and uh, Anthony stopped by Friday, talked about that event, kind of gave a little inside scoop of what's going on. So uh, definitely be checking that out this Saturday. Um, They got a stack card, but. Something we kind of want to talk about. We are in WrestleMania season, and they've already announced a, a few of the people that are going into the Hall of Fame. You've got the NWO and you've got Dave Batista. Now, according to, um, let's see, where's this at? Uh, according to WrestleVotes, which is actually a WWE Insider account, they have said that Nikki and Brie Bella will be going in. Also, uh, Jushin Thunderliger will be going in as well. But there has been no announcement yet for that. But what do you think about this?
0: Um, I'm okay with it. I mean, I definitely understand why people would not be okay with it. Um, and my whole thing is, is if Thunderlager going in, then the great mood is to go in, but that's another topic for another day. Um, yeah. I mean, like if you don't, if you can't like objectively look and see why the Bella twins deserve to be in the hall of fame, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. First of all, this Hall of Fame is is like, I mean, it might as well be an acting Hall of Fame or, you know what I mean? It's not based on real merits. It's not based on real. No, I mean, Kid Rock and Drew Carrier in the Hall of Fame. So, right. I mean, if you're going on that, even so, I mean, Nikki was the Divas champion for over a year, I believe, and mm-hmm. uh, dropped it to Charlotte. And that's really what put Charlotte on the map. And I mean, for a time like they were the most popular females in on the on the roster you know and i yeah. guess they were there for a little bit and left and came back and when they came back they were you know bigger than ever or whatever but um i mean yeah i mean that sounded like a no brainer to me um maybe it's because they haven't been done wrestling for very long you know um mm-hmm. Maybe that's part of it, but I mean, if you do that, the same thing with Batista, his last match was last WrestleMania and now he's going in. So what's, I don't know, what's the difference? So, so I'm okay with it. Obviously, Thunder Liger, incredible. Uh, One of the greatest Japanese wrestlers of all time. Um, Just had his last match matches at Wrestle Kingdom in January. So it is kind of odd that he's going in, but he did do stuff in WCW and WWE owns WCW now. So I kind of get it but it's it's almost kind of like when rock and roll express went in like they never really wrestled in wwe wwf you know so sometimes they'll bring people in that never i know like some of the awa guys got you know um verne gagne got it inducted and some of the other guys but they never actually wrestled for wwe so um <laughs> right but um I mean, I'm yeah, I'm okay with it. I just think that the, the 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 twins for some reason were a lightning rod. Like you either love them or hate them. Mm-hmm. And um, but I mean, you can't deny their popularity and you know kind of writing the course to help you know legitimate make women's wrestling legitimate in the WWE. So.
2: Yeah, and you know, kinda looking at some of the backlash on it, it's like, you know, one person's like, Am I the only one who doesn't see a reason as to why the Bella twins should go into the Hall of Fame this year? At some point they should get inducted. But to me, until Christian is in the Hall of Fame, I don't want to hear about the Bellas going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And And I think that Edge and Christian should go into it. And maybe that was kind of the thing of them saying, you know, Edge is gonna come back, and that's maybe the deciding factor of them two going into the Hall of Fame, possibly. But, I mean, they deserve to be in there.
0: I mean, I'm kind of surprised the tag team's not in there. Um, I'm not totally surprised Christian's not in there. Um, Evidently, Vince has never been a fan of his. And um, so he, you know, he had all the success kind of in spite of that, you know. But, um, I mean, he was a world champion and obviously tons of tag team champions with uh, Mm -hmm. Edge. And so um, I'd be okay if he went in, but... You know, for whatever reason, Vince isn't a fan. So,
2: right. And there's, and you know, I'm not, we're not knocking the Bella Twins for going in because, I mean, they have a right to go in. And, you know, there's, there's quite a few other people. And I think, uh, one guy said, uh, on Twitter, and it's at Aaron underscore Rasslin. He said, Do you remember when we used to joke in 2015 that the Bella Twins would get into the WWE Hall of Fame before the likes of British Bulldog, Owen Hart, RBD, Christian Regal, Pillman, Heyman, Undertaker, The Rock? And then laughing emojis, um, which is weird, you know. Um, it's it, uh, good for the Bella Twins and Liger should be in there, and you know, like you said, we we could save this for another episode. But yeah, Muda's definitely got to be. And I mean, he had time in WCW, and you know, he he's you know all over the place. He he deserves to have that spot in the Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, I mean in the late 80s early 90s i mean like him and sting battled for the tv title and i think he was the uh he was the nwa world champion at one point um he held the uh iwgp world championship a couple times um so he's very decorated obviously you still see his influence today with oscar doing the green mist you know um so um, but yeah, uh, as far as the that list of names that you listed off, I mean, some mm-hmm. of those people aren't a fit like Undertaker still comes and does two or three matches a year. You know, um, The Rock periodically shows up at WrestleMania. So I think for some of those people, like the doors not completely shut. Um, I think like RVD in particular, he's going to go in, but he's working for Impact right now. So that's the competition. So I don't see them putting him in, you know, a big the WrestleMania weekend while he's still wrestling for Impact. Right. Um, Especially when they're doing something down there. Yeah. So, you know, some of that's just a grain of salt. Um, I think WWE normally tries to wait till like someone's really done, but then, you know, you have Goldberg that just keeps coming back for the paydays. So um, but yeah, I, I think the big thing to remember with this is that it, it's a you know, it's a, it's a fake hall of fame for a fake sport. So like
2: popularity
0: vote, right? So it's not, you know, when they, when they announce these inductees, they're trying to get as many people to attend the event and as many people to watch the event as they can. So that's it. So, you know, even look, you look at Sid vicious, you know, he'll be at tried and true next weekend. Um, I mean, he held the WWE championship, the WCW championship, you know, tag team titles, Uh, I mean, he was like a main heel in both companies for a long time and he doesn't even get brought up in the conversation. So it's not always based on, um, you know, I know a lot of people, uh, if if you bring up somebody's like, Oh, well he, he was the world champion. Like, well, that's not always the indicator, you know, because there's going to be people going in that weren't world champion. And then, you know, there will be world champions that just don't get in. So, so it's not necessarily based on the quote unquote achievements and merits and championships. So, um anyways, that's long-winded, but yeah, I I mean, I'm I'm fine with both of those rumors.
2: Yeah, and it's it's like uh when we had Road Dog on uh a few weeks back, we talked about the Hall of Fame and he's like, you know, people go in the Hall of Fame depending on where WrestleMania is so it's easier for that person to get there and to sell tickets and that was why you know it's in Tampa because Hogan and all them are down there in Florida and you know next year it's going to be in LA at the new RAM stadium so then you got to think okay who's going to go in around that time do you <coughs> excuse me do you do like Hollywood Hogan is going in i mean that would be kind of stupid but you know, um, does The Rock go in since he lives out there next? You know, in that area, um, you kind of start thinking ahead. Um, so it all does make sense. I mean, I think what Batista lives down in Florida, right? Or maybe LA. I don't yeah, know. I but. think he's in Florida. But it makes. But Road dog made a lot of <laughs> sense. It's just whoever lives closest to the WrestleMania usually goes in. So with it being in LA next year. You kind of think ahead and who's going to go in. But um, yeah, so it'll be fun to see who else they announce in the upcoming weeks. Um, A lot of stuff is already on the road to WrestleMania, Um, according to some reports. And this should be interesting because, you know, John Cena is coming back and. You know, uh, Dave Meltzer is reporting that the plan for John Cena is to face Elias at WrestleMania 36. Um, there's a built-in story where, in his only two WrestleManias, John Cena has beaten down and interrupted Elias' performances. Now, if that happens, I do see Cena putting over Elias, because it is about time for that to
0: happen. I like Elias. Um, I kind of wish that they would um kind of decide once and for all if he's going to be a heel or a face because he kind of like, he's one of those heels that like becomes a face because the crowd likes his shtick, you know? So yeah. Kind of reminds me of like the rock from 20 years ago or even like Jericho. And, you know, you're supposed to be booing them, but they love them kind of a deal. And there's been times where he was kind of more of a face, you know, but then he, kind of still blurs the line. So I kind of wish they would make up their mind and just say this is definitely what what it is. But um, I think it'd be a cool callback um, because <laughs> Cena has interrupted him twice at WrestleMania. So this is kind of his revenge. Um, I don't know. I don't know if, if Cena will put him over, to be honest. Like, it's almost kind of like, well, if I'm coming back, I'm winning, you know, like you know, if I'm putting my Fast and the Furious media tour on pause to come do this match, I'm going over, you know, but yeah, um, you know, I could see him throwing him a bone, but Cena's got a, a history of burying people. He buried, uh, Baron Corbin and that's, that's what put him, you know, kind of off the track for about a year and a half before he kind of got back to where he was now. Um, so I think it's cool. Um, I mean, it'd be cool to see uh, Elias with a big name like that, you know, just to see how he does, how he hangs in the moment and stuff. So I think that would be cool. And And you, I mean, you made a valid point. It's like, you
2: can't figure out if Elias is Hill... Or a baby face, and like he got that big pop when he came out and did the song against, you know, Brock at Rest- or Rumble or Royal Rumble, and it, the fans love him, and he's over. Mm-hmm. But I think, like you said, I mean, that Cena thing, and you know, Cena is the guy that he'll put somebody over. He doesn't mind losing at WrestleMania, or at least giving him a big enough match that'll put him over.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Cena. I think we've I think we've officially hit the part where Cena. Just is,
2: doesn't care about his win loss record. I
0: mean, it it's he I mean, I wouldn't even call him part time at this point, you know? Um I mean he just got in on the Fast and Furious franchise, which I, I don't know how that's still going on, but anyways. Um He's apparently Vin Diesel's brother in the movie. <laughs> well, that's a stretch, I think. But um yeah, I mean he he's you know he he was in the Bumblebee, uh, Bumblebee movie which was Transformers. He's done some um voicing for cartoons. Um you know, he's uh he's got Fast and Furious 9 coming out this summer. Um, he's got
2: he's a spokesperson for one of the vodka companies, right? Vodka vodka maybe?
0: Yeah, I think so. And he
2: he's, he's turning into what he what he made fun of and complained about the rock being in
0: wrestling. Yeah. Um, he he was hosting uh that like Are you smarter than a fifth grade? Yeah on Nickelodeon, yeah, yeah. He was doing that. Um so I think I mean once Fast and Furious Nine comes out, I mean I think it's I think it's gonna be all bets are off. I don't think we're gonna see Cena very much after that. So which I mean again if you can you know get to the rock level and make two movies a year and make sixty five million dollars why the why would you go back to wrestling and make a million bucks a year and wrestle 300 times a year, you know? So I mean, I don't blame him. No, no. So um but yeah, I mean if he if he puts over Elias, I think that would be a huge um huge win for Elias especially at WrestleMania and maybe that could you know, start pushing him up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it
2: it'll be good. I mean, it's it's kind of Elias' time. I mean, I'd like to see him at least get a belt this year, mm-hmm. um, whether it be the United States or the Intercontinental. I mean, eventually, I could see him, you know, carrying on and having the the heavyweight title. I mean, he's got the 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 charisma. He's got the, you know, I, I guess the swag in the presence that he could be an, uh, an entertaining
0: heavyweight champion. Right. Well, and you can tell too. I mean, he, he works hard. I mean, he he's, he's definitely more, you know, cut and defined than he was when he got called up from NXT. So, um, he's obviously putting in the work, but, um, um, yeah, we'll
2: see. And, then, and uh, Speaking of NXT, uh, full disclosure: we are recording this episode on Sunday, so NXT Takeover is um, tonight. Which uh, I guess the bells of the brawl. will talk about that later this week on their episode when they drop their stuff because there's some good stuff. Which I I wouldn't be surprised if Charlotte
0: shows up tonight. Yeah, that match. I mean, I just I don't see how I don't see how that feud can move forward if she's not there. You yeah, know, like if if Ray Whip Ripley wins and she's celebrating, then Charlotte comes out and attacks her after the match or something, you know. Um or if she interferes and Bianca was gonna win and then they make it a three way or something. I don't know. But yeah, I um um I I'd be very surprised if she didn't show up for that tonight.
2: Yeah, I mean I would like to see to you know, between me and you and everybody else that's listening, I'd like to see a three way at uh You know, WrestleMania of Charlotte, Rhea, and Bianca. I mean, that would be awesome, but at the same time, it also, like we've talked before, you know, Charlotte could pin Bianca or Rhea pins Bianca, you know, that way neither Charlotte or Rhea looks bad.
0: And then, you know, sorry for Bianca, but. Yeah. Which kind of sucks because Bianca is incredible, but. You know, everybody, everybody's going to get their turn. So,
2: Yeah, and she's going to be a huge star, you know, when they call her up. I mean, it's, it's already going to happen. It's just figuring out which brand she's going to be on, which I'm pretty sure she'll go to Raw, especially with her husband being on Raw, mm-hmm. since WWE kind of likes to keep couples together now, because um, it's a lot easier and stuff like that. But uh, let's see, what else do we want
0: to talk about on the show today? Um. Let's see, I can't remember if we mentioned. I think we did. Um, but Marty Nick Aldis. Marty said if he loses, he'll cut a check for half a million dollars. Yes, that's going to be absolutely
2: nuts. And it's just, you know. W- just kind of looking at that and looking at Marty's role in Ring of Honor. And me and you've talked about this, and I think we've talked about it on the show. It just makes sense if Marty wins this title because, you know, making him a Ring of Honor champion is not going to look good for the brand, just like Cody being the AEW champion, it's not good for the brand.
0: Yeah. Well, and people mention this online all the time, and it's part of what um, you know, going with the old school way of booking shows and matches and stuff. But, um, I mean, Nick Aldis, I mean the, the NWA world champion, I mean, it's that title is defended across the world. I mean, it mm-hmm. is, it is not just defended at NWA, uh, um, <laughs> events, you know, and, that's, that's what Ric Flair did in the 70s and 80s. That's what he did. He would go to all these territories, and he would defend that belt everywhere. And, I mean, you know, you don't see the AEW belt being defend well that's well it technically was in New Japan but I don't think it was really for the belt you know what I mean it was um, just there and brought up yeah um you, you know you're never gonna see a WWE belt defended somewhere else you know um no so I, I kind of like that old school approach and that kind of gives Marty an in with Ring of Honor because then he could go over there and defend the NWA title there but um um I think, I think it's, I think it's that appeal, you know, just being able to show up anywhere with that belt and, you know, it's, it's still recognized, you know, like people mm-hmm. are like, holy shit, you know, so, There's um, the 10 pounds of gold right there in front of our face. Yeah. So, um, and then like you said, with the booking thing, I think it would just, it would be, there'd be a lot of eyeball rolls if you know Marty signed this huge deal became the booker and then boom he beats PCO to be the champ like "Eh, that's a little eh, okay you know you 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 booked yourself to get the title that's not cool you know so I think going after the NWA belt kind of gives him that title and then also he can just book ring of honor without booking himself but um I think that definitely would put a lot of eyes on the Crockett Cup, too, um, as far as getting more viewers involved and more eyeballs on the product. And if he, uh, if if Aldis drops it, I mean, he's had the belt like a year and a half. I mean, he's had a really long title reign. And we talked about, I know we talked about this, but you you don't see a lot of long reigns like that anymore. Um Right you know, like we're about to hit a year of Becky being the women's champ, but there's rumors she's going to drop it at WrestleMania. So, um, I think it's, I think it's good. Uh, I I think, I think it would be good for everyone involved if Marty got the belt. Um, so we will see. We still haven't, we still haven't found the location yet, but we're, 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 we're investigating it.
2: Yeah. Um, let's see. Something else is kind of interesting. We talk about Ring of Honor. So, Ring of Honor is going to be in Nashville uh, in a couple of weeks. And uh, one of the, the talents that's on there also appeared on another brand this past week. And Jeff Cobb uh, showed up at AEW and he's aligned himself with the inner circle, but he's also wrestling. Uh, With Ring of Honor, and apparently, according to uh, reports, Jeff Cobb has not signed an AEW contract and is still working Ring of Honor shows as a free agent.
0: Mm Hmm. Yeah his um, his deal was up around the time Marty's was, and I think they're just doing a kind of a handshake agreement, or a you know, um, it's not it's not on paper kind of a deal. So he's not in a. I don't think he's in a contract with anybody right now. He's just working like handshake dates. So, um, so yeah, I mean that, I guess some people are going to have the, the ability to go to different organizations like that. And with Jeff Cobb, obviously if he's not going to sign a deal, then he'll just come in for four or five matches or whatever. But, um, he would be a huge get for them. I mean, he's young and athletic and, I mean, he's he's a beast. So, um, yeah. And that's a good sign for,
2: you know, AEW, especially if they're bringing in, you know, Luke Harper and Lance Archer, which, by the way, Lance Archer is probably the greatest right now when it comes to Twitter and just trolling every wrestling company that there is.
0: Yeah, Um, I saw that tweet he put
2: out. It was hilarious.
0: It was just like, let me see, let me see
2: if I could find it. Cause I was like rolling, cause I sent it to you. And I was like, Lance is possibly the greatest, you know, person in the world when it comes to this stuff. And he actually wrestled uh, with Warrior, Warrior Wrestling last night. So he was there for that event, which was an awesome show. Um, but let's see. Cause it was, I was rolling. And of course, I'm scrolling through Twitter. So it's like, He said, No matter where I end up next, NXT, I'll remain the king of sports entertainment wrestling world while making an all elite choice. I'll absolutely make an impact, but do it with honor and a ring of one major league wrestling promotion from USA to Japan and all over the world.
0: Yeah, that's amazing.
2: Um, But yeah, Lance is an awesome dude. And of course, I'm kind of just kind of scrolling through some stuff that's talking about NXT takeover and you know some of the rumors are that the uh, the the Broserweights are going to win the tag team titles but the one that's kind of standing out to me is that so Finn Balor's facing Gargano tonight and they keep pointing that the Fiend shows up to bring Finn Balor back to the main roster. Hmm. And I just don't know if that if they're ready for that again especially with Bray Wyatt facing God Goldberg at Superstar Showdown which if he wins that title uh, I don't know yeah um I just don't see it happening I think Finn's too big for them to move him away cuz he hasn't really been able to go capture the NXT championship again yeah um
0: yeah I don't know i mean it sounded like to me that when he went to nxt he was going to be there a while you know like yeah he obviously wasn't being booked very well on raw so it made sense to me but um i don't know it it should be uh, very interesting as
2: things unfold but like we said Uh, The girls will kind of be talking about NXT Takeover. Uh, We are recording this show on Sunday because it comes out tomorrow, so we can't really predict the future. Well, we can because it's all scripted, but we don't have the, you know, the script in front of us right now that tells you who's winning tonight. But um, yeah, so that's going to be a very interesting thing. But it's just you know, I, I watching SmackDown this past Friday, which we're gonna kind of stay on the topic of Bray Wyatt for a second. You know, it was Hulk Hogan comes back, and I was like, okay. And then I sent you know a, a text in the group, and it was like maybe you know because John Cena was announced, so I was like, okay, maybe the Fiend's gonna come out and attack John Cena, you know, because Bray Wyatt's going after people that did him wrong. And then it was we're going to satellite feed with Hulk Hogan, and it was like Hogan, and then you know the Bray Wyatt, which is great, did the Firefly Funhouse, but did it as. Like NWO style. Um, and then, of course, those two went back and forth, and Hogan was putting over Goldberg, which is, is very weird, I guess. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think that Hogan needed to put Goldberg over. Um, and then it got down to the thing, and Bray said, I have a spot for you on my wall. And then Hogan's like, I'll see you in Tampa at the Hall of Fame. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? Are we getting Hogan
0: and Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania? Uh yeah I mean Hogan is lobbying hard for his whole thing is he doesn't want his final wrestling match to be in TNA so he's trying to get Vince to let him have one more match and I, um I say if anything it's gonna be next year in LA so it could be Hollywood Hogan yeah Um I mean evidently he had I don't remember if it was hip surgery or knee surgery but he he got all of that stuff fixed and um he uh I mean, he was kind of like ultimate warrior. He didn't have the biggest move set, which was funny because actually, now that I say that before he got to WWE and then at weird times, he actually could go. There was a, he wrestled great Muda in like 90 or 91. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Uh, It was in Japan and Hogan adapted to his style instead of Muda adapting to his style. So like he actually was doing like real moves. I was like, what the crap? I never saw this before. So he could go, but obviously the, his popularity wasn't based on that. He, you know, he get beat down, hook up uh, big boot, leg drop, take it home, you know? So, um, anyways, that's a long winded way of saying, I mean, I, he wouldn't have to be a hundred percent to pull off a match. I don't think, you know, just have, have whoever he's fighting, beat him down for a little bit. And then him, hook up, <laughs> boot leg drop and that's it you know and then that's his final match so i don't know we'll see
2: yeah it, it should be interesting um i just don't want bray and hulk at wrestlemania in tampa but i i just don't see it happening especially with everybody trying to push roman and bray together <clears throat> And of course Elimination Chamber. There's already been leaks of who's wrestling at the Elimination Chamber and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's I I just I have a feeling and I don't want this to happen, but I have a feeling that they're gonna somehow screw over Bray and he's just they're just gonna push him back to what he was before. Yeah, probably with all this all this momentum going with the fiend and Bray What. Unless they pull off this thing like they do with Finn Balor where, you know, and Superstar Showdown, it's not The Fiend that shows up, it's Bray Wyatt. Or at WrestleMania, it's The Fiend and not Bray Wyatt. I I mean, you could do it one of two ways where it's not as bad and he's not losing momentum. But at the same time, it's like, why are you pairing up The Fiend with Goldberg and Hulk Hogan? Why can't you have him go after somebody else? Like, I don't know, the one that we all want, Aleister Black, even though he's on Raw. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
2: I mean, those two, I think that that would be one hell of a storyline between those two, especially with their characters. Yeah. But we're also
0: not on creative team, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, a lot of weird crap happens on the way to WrestleMania, so, you know, this this could be nothing, and we're just freaking out about it. But then again, we could have Hogan versus Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania, so who knows?
2: Uh, uh shaping up to make it seem like I'm glad we're not doing Wrestlemania kind of thing mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah so we've kind of been talking for a little bit and you could tell that both of us are kind of sick and and um, I think that we're at a good stopping point that we can close out the show before it goes downhill and it's just a, a whole episode of us coughing mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah so we are going to give away some tickets to Ring of Honor uh, make sure you're following us Battleground Podcast on Twitter or on Instagram, Battleground IHR on Twitter. Um, those are the two places to find out. We will post a contest of how you can win tickets. And I believe we're also going to be giving away tickets to uh, Trident Trues event that's this Saturday as well. So make sure you're following us on all social media accounts. Boom. There it is. So that's the end of the show. Um, is there anything else you want to say before everybody uh, signs off? Um, no, I'm going to go take my medicine. So. That sounds like a plan. And I'm going to go take some more day cool. And um, I'm going to go and take my oldest son because uh, we had a house full of, you know, 11 and 12 year olds because of his birthday party. Oh, and uh, right. we told him we'd get him a hamster for his birthday. This nice. Fair. Yeah. So we're going to go buy a hamster today. So, yeah, there's that. So, um, should we say it? Happy trails. Happy trails. We'll see y'all guys <laughs> later. Later. We hope
1: you enjoyed today's episode of the Battleground Podcast. Make sure you give it five stars and a nice review. To stay up to date with the show, follow them at Battleground Podcast on Instagram.